And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Modi. Tēnā koe, Kim. Uh, travel rebound is boosting tourism holdings profits. Kia ora, Charlotte. Campervan company Tourism Holdings is riding the wave of rebounding tourism demand with profits surging after last year's loss. The company's full-year profit was $49.9 million compared with last year's $2.1 million loss, while revenue almost doubled to $663.8 million. Fleet numbers are also up as demand returns with just over 7,200 vehicles. That's compared with just over 4,000 the year before. Chief Executive Grant Webster says customer demand is returning to pre-pandemic levels as the company makes the most of open borders. People definitely still want to travel long haul. Pleasingly, people are staying longer, which means I think that's, that's the real opportunity from a sustainability perspective, to have people hopefully travel maybe once a year rather than twice a year on a long haul basis, but stay for just as long as they would have on two holidays. So we're seeing that trend. We're seeing that out of Europe. We're seeing strong demand in the in the US. We're starting to see China come back now as well. You're really pleasing across the board and I think really good for the New Zealand economy. The company last year completed its merger with Australia's Apollo Tourism and Leisure and says it's also opening new locations. Employees will be given a bonus of $1,000 worth of shares apiece, while shareholders will receive a dividend of $0.15 per share. And Christchurch Airport has also benefited from the rebound in travel with a better-than-expected full-year profit of $30.6 million, excluding changes in its property values. Passenger numbers increased to $5.7 million from $3.3 million the year before. Traffic is now about 82% of pre-COVID levels as overseas airlines have resumed their services. The airport will pay its owner, the Christchurch City Council, a final dividend of $13 million. Meridian Energy says its full-year result reflects increased customer sales, higher generation volumes and positive wholesale trading. The net profit of $95 million for the year ended June compares with $664 million the year earlier, which includes the sale of Meridian's Australian business as well as non-cash losses associated with financial hedging. However, Chief Executive Neil Barclay says the underlying net profit of $315 million is up by more than a third on the year earlier. It's been a solid year and we've produced a good underlying earnings result. Retail growth continues to be the main driver of our incremental financial improvement, but that trend will run out of steam. And building out a stronger customer product set whilst delivering renewable generation infrastructure to support Aotearoa's transition is our mission. To that end, we have a clear strategy for long-term growth and a tracking to plan. We have lots more work to do to ramp up the build of our development pipeline, but the growth and the depth of that pipeline of opportunities has been very pleasing. Neil Barclay says negotiations to continue the supply of power to the TY aluminium smelter beyond 2024 is ongoing, and in the meantime it is pushing ahead with plans to develop a green hydrogen facility in Southland. 
Tougher economic conditions have driven a sharp fall in the profit of the steel products company Vulcan Steel. Profit for the year ended June fell 29% to $88 million. That's despite revenue growing 28% to $1.24 billion. The company's underlying earnings also fell as operating expenses rose sharply following the acquisition of Ulrich Aluminium last year. Chief Executive Rhys Jones says with softer economic conditions and easing spending levels following the COVID highs, customers are cutting back on stock. He says the outlook is mixed with ongoing inflationary pressure. The demand for steel globally in 2023 is expected to increase compared to 22, but this does hinge on the economic recovery of China, which is still uncertain. This should become uh, clearer in the coming months. The strong ongoing inflationary pressure on our cost base, that does seem to be abating somewhat, but we still think there's got a, a number of months to go before we finally see inflation come down to the right levels. And lastly, rent adjustments have the potential to place upward pressure on costs. Our commercial rents seem to have really lifted right across the market, and we are exposed in some sites to that impact. In terms of the business improvement program, notwithstanding the environment, our focus is on growing our customer base and integrating aluminium strongly into our business. Vulcan did not provide full-year guidance, but says it has further reduced its debt since the end of the financial year to $328 million compared to $390 million in December. Online financial services company Heartland Group has posted a flat four-year profit as lending slowed, margins shrank and its costs and bad debts increased. The company's four-year profit was marginally higher at 90 at $95.9 million, with its operating income and expenses rising. Reverse mortgage lending on both sides of the Tasman had double-digit growth and more modest growth in industry and rural lending, but car loans and mortgages fell. Chief Executive Jeff Greenslade says rising interest rates and inflation have made it a challenging environment. He says business will stay tight for a while. We're expecting this year to be much the same as last year, uh, is the view we're taking. But we believe that uh, you know there is light at the end of the tunnel. We're expecting 2025 to be when things start to improve, the economy is starting to pick up, uh, inflation is on the way down. And for us, we also expect to see our margin improving as the lower margin loans that we did to, to increase market share start to, start to roll off and be replaced by higher margin lending. Heartland's preliminary profit forecast for the coming year is between $116 million and $122 million before one-off costs. Medical equipment maker Fisher & Paykel Healthcare continues to forecast a return to revenue growth, but its market guidance has landed below market expectations. Oh, but its profit guidance has landed below market expectations, I should say. Now, the company says revenue for the six months ending September is expected to be around $790 million. That's representing a 14% increase from a year ago. But its interim profit is forecast to range between 95 and $105 million, which investment house Forsyth Bar says is below consensus of around $125 million. Fisher & Paykel's previously disclosed full-year revenue guidance of $1.7 billion is unchanged. 
Well, let's see what the markets have made of that. We're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora, Belinda. How is the market looking today? Any reaction on that Fisher & Paykel announcement? Uh, kia ora, Kim. Yes, I think that Fisher & Paykel announcement is having a bit of an impact on our index. We're currently down about a third of a percent, down 37 points at 11,441. And Fisher & Paykel there, it's one of our largest stocks. It's down 73 cents at 21.48, so down about 3%. Other stocks um, in the news today, that THL, that's up about 12%, up 43 cents at $3.90 after that result. Vulcan Steel down 7 cents at 8.30. Heartland Group steady at uh, 172. Restaurant brands just down five cents at 450. So uh, the market's fairly mixed outside of that. We've got uh, Auckland Airport, they're just steady at 794. A2 Milk up four at five dollars fourteen. Contact Energy, they're down four cents at eight twenty-six. EBOS is up eleven at thirty-six sixteen. Fletcher Buildings up three at four ninety-five. Uh, we've got Meridian up two at five thirty-seven. Main Freight's up fifty-two cents at sixty-six oh two. Port of Towering are just down one at five ninety-five, and we've got Spark. They're fairly steady at five oh two today. And looking to Australia, how's the ASX looking today? Well, they're having a bit more of a positive start. They're up 25 points, 7,184. And most stocks trading a little bit higher there. We've got BHP up 17 at 43.72. Uh, Coles is up 2 cents at 15.95. CSL's down $2.14 at 265.81. Rio Tinto's up $1.32 at $110.01. Telstra's up 2 at 4.03. Woolworth's up 8 cents at 37.93. And Zero's up 14 cents at $119.74. And a dollar, still, still a bit of weakness there? Yes, it is a bit softer against most of our trading partners today. Against the uh, US dollar, it's at 0.5911. Against the pound, 0.4685. The euros, 0.5457. Against the Australian dollar, we're down at 0.9187. The yuan is 4.308 and the yen, 86.47. Uh, just our 90-day bank bills just up marginally at 5.68%, and that five-year swap rate, that is down slightly at 4.94%. Um, Brent Spot Oil is at 85.94 a barrel, and we've got gold up $1.65, currently trading at $1,921.49 an ounce. Oh, kia ora for your time, Belinda. That's Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. And that's business for now. We'll bring you a wrap around half past five and checkpoint of the latest business news and numbers. For now, Charlotte, kia ora.